Welcome to the Toronto Livings Podcast, a conversation about all things Toronto with a focus on real estate, the culture, and of course, the food. I'm Mark Savell. And I'm Joey Virgil. And we're realtors with Sage Real Estate working together as a Toronto Livings team with a focus on helping you buy better, sell higher, and of course, having a little bit of fun along the way. Beauty, episode four. We're on episode four. Yeah, you know what that means. What is that? <laughs> that means episode five, we go live. Oh, a live one. Well, no, just video. Oh, video <laughs> live. I figured I'd just surprise you with that right off the get go <laughs> and not talk off camera. Yeah, I think I think we should we should shift the camera for episode five for I'm, video. I'm on board. Yeah, see our beautiful faces. We're finally. too pretty to be behind the mic forever, right? It's time to show the faces. <laughs> How have you been? I've been good. Yeah, I've been good. I've been busy. At last week, I think legitimately you were extremely busy. Yes, yeah. Got a new listing? Yes, got a new listing. Nice. Uh, it's a lease, mm-hmm. um, and it's in the heart of Riverdale. Nice. Um, awesome spot. It was recently renovated, so it's all done up very nicely. Beauty. Uh, it's a basement unit, mm-hmm. um, it, but it's kind of, it doesn't feel like a basement unit. Right when you walk in there, it's got a separate entrance right in the front. Oh, love it. It's got nice tall ceilings. They're like, I think just over seven feet Beauty. in height. Mm-hmm. Um, pot lights throughout, modern kitchen. Um, really done up nice. Uh, the owners did an awesome job uh, Good. putting it together. Yeah. And you were telling me the rental market's like insane old world again. It has heated up like big time. Good. Um, so it's, it's, uh, the, the showings have been busy. My yeah. phone's been ringing off the hook basically since. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've seen the, the, the appointments come through and from day one, you put it up like within like minutes you had a showing booked. Yeah. 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 It's, it's been moving. That's, that's amazing. And, and we're, we're going to get into rentals today. That's that's the topic of today. But let's uh, let's continue the banter a little bit and just catch up with where things have been. Yeah, 100%. So you did open house at Rolls on, on the weekend as well. Yes, that was the other thing that took place this ah, weekend. Interesting. Yeah. How did that go? It was also busy. Good. Uh, the things have been firing up across the board lately. <laughs> that's, that's the general vibe I'm seeing and feeling out there is that, no, we're not at February 2022 activity or prices, but there's life. People are coming back. Yeah. People are coming back since that rate hold. I yeah. feel like uh, everyone's kind of, the, the, the consumer confidence is starting to come around the corner. Yeah. Let's maybe dive in that for a quick second. So the Bank of Canada had their second announcement, the drum roll, <laughs> nothing happened, yeah. uh, which they kind of indicated at the first announcement that they were going to probably take a pause. That's right. But, and I don't know anything about this bank collapse stuff, like the intricate details. I don't know. I can't explain it to myself. I can't explain it to the <laughs> listeners. And I definitely can't explain it to you. But what happened in the U.S. is the Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. And as a result, their predictions are saying that possibly the decline in mortgage rates might come sooner than expected. Right. Very cautious. I'm not going to you know, run into thinking this is a, a sure thing. But what a big shift. Huge. Because this is, once again, this just goes to show that no matter what, how much we can predict, mm-hmm. we can't predict. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's exactly it, is who would have guessed that two banks would have collapsed in the U.S.? Yeah. Uh, that are now leaving people to talk about, oh, yeah, you know how we were going to hold rates up all the way up until maybe end of 2023, 2024? Yeah. Well, that might change yeah. now. Well, and, and what got us here? COVID. We're going to leave rates the same until 2023, <laughs> 2024. Oh, no, we're not. Switch, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. Yeah, don't uh, don't look too deep into your crystal balls. That's the <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, advice of the week. Uh, but the open house was busy. That's amazing. Yes, um, we're looking at offers on Tuesday for that. We'll see where where things lay at the end of it. But uh, I've been quite happy. I've had about 
30, 40 people through that unit yep. in seven days, um, which is just a really good indication that buyers are out looking. And I think it's the confidence that rates are what they are. Um, there's far less chance that they're going to spike as much as they did last year for the year ahead. Mm-hmm. And that's resulting in people saying, man, let's get out there. Let's look. Let's take a seat. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah. And we did some eating this week as well. We did. We did. The oh, t- we got to do some <laughs> shout outs right now. You want to start with that? Yeah, yeah. 100. So cool. Zito's Marketplace. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I was spoiled. Yeah. Spoiled. <laughs> there was art that went behind that sandwich making. Chef Adriano, um, he took care of us. 210 Marley Avenue, Zito's Marketplace. If you know me on any social media platform, you know I've been there. A loyal customer for way more than I care to admit publicly. <laughs> Um, so this, this, so you and I had posted something on Instagram about us trying a competitor's, uh, Ponzerotti and veal sandwich. Uh, Adriano was having none of it. He called me up and what are you doing? You, oh, you want to eat? Come by. And he made us, God bless him. The 10 commandments. Oh my God. This the 10 commandments sandwich. Level. Mm. Yeah. It was, first off, it's enormous. It's an entire baguette. Yeah, it was a French baguette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It was huge. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, when I saw it making it. And it is layered, the Ten Commandments is layered with, with ten, 10 ingredients. ingredients. Yeah, yeah, that's the key thing. And the, and it's funny because it's, it's a, mind you, it's it's a really big sandwich. Me mm. and Mark split one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was, listen, the layers that he put in there Insane. all worked so damn well Insane. together. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's it was it was the way he he made mention of. It. Yes, he was very specific <laughs> yeah. on how you lay the ingredients down. Yes. You can't just mix it in and you know whatever order. Yeah, you don't just toss it at whim. No, there's, there's an art to the way that you lay it. Did you see the intensity? I swear <laughs> I saw a bead of sweat dripping down <laughs> as he was talking about it. Um, truffle pesto. Truffle pesto. Like, does that even exist? I didn't. I didn't yeah, know until I, that moment. Our limited palates blown. <laughs> so truffle pesto as the base. He removed the inside of the bun. So he removed a lot of the bread. Yeah. Which also uh, was such a good move. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're looking at it being like, this thing's huge. Mm-hmm. And then you eat it and you're like, oh, I actually, I'm, I'm okay. Super light. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I'm alive still. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was that, that thickness of the bread was drastically reduced. And so instead he filled it with the, the, the commandments as he calls them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, that was amazing. Yeah. If you saw my Instagram too, I posted it as well. Yeah. If you saw that sandwich, like it's. It's worth it's worth going in there. Two ten Marley Avenue. Yeah. Order a day in advance. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get his Ten Commandments, all of his ingredients together. But uh, no, that was that was a fantastic uh, lunch treat. Yeah. That they got they gave us. huge shout out. Yeah. 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 Um, we've got something coming up in about uh, two weeks' time. Our good friends Will and Alex of the Raptor Show. Uh, they're over at uh, Sportsnet. They are doing an event um, on March 29th in support of Bobby Webster, the GM of the Toronto Raptors. Right, yeah. Go Raps, go. Um, so they're going to be doing, they're incredible podcasters. They have such good chemistry and banter. And Will is a statistic beyond belief when it comes to Raptor stats. Alex is all right. <laughs> he, he, I mean, he carries the conversation. <laughs> no, he's a great guy. I love him. We've been friends for quite a long time. Um, so yeah, he asked for some support and we're going to be supporting the, uh, the live show they're going to be recording on March 29th. And, um, what we're going to be doing to kind of support that is we're going to give out two tickets to the show. Yes. Maybe three, maybe four. Depends (laughs) how many people want to go. Uh, We've got a couple to give out. Um, so what we're going to do, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to release a super secret word. And when you give me the look, and I don't know when that look is, when the swan gives the shark the look, I'm going to reveal the super secret word. Well, you got to screenshot the time that the word gets revealed on whatever platform you listen to this podcast show on yes. and send it to us, either one of us. 
and you will win two, maybe three, possibly four tickets to the Will and Alex live show. Look at that. What do you think? I love it. Love it? I love it. All right. Then it's done. Joey approved. I got quite a look too. So (laughs) (laughs) you always give me the look. I don't know which one it's going to be, but when the look comes, we are, uh, we're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, you got into, well, I finished, uh, Emily in Paris. Oh yeah. You you know this. Yeah. I think I shared this last time. Uh, and we're both into your honor now. Yes. I've been on the, your honor train. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Man, it's it's pretty damn good. Oh, it it knows how to fuel up your anxiety. Well, at least my anxiety. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like on the couch, like, oh god, what happened? <laughs> next? Uh... So, if anybody doesn't know, also, Mark hasn't seen Breaking Bad. No, he has not. So, my first comment was, oh, if you like this, you're also gonna love Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a similar, there's a definitely a similar feel to it. Yeah, uh, and it's got that. It's got that anxiety of like, how the hell is he gonna get out of this one? How the right. hell is he gonna get out of that one? Yeah. Um, it for sure has that same feel. He's Brian Cranston is, is killer. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's got such a wide scope of work that he's able to like excel in. And he truly is what makes the show. Like a lot of the characters drive me nuts. Thea, <laughs> Baxter, Baxter's wife, like Adam, the son, like, ah, oh, drives me nuts. <laughs> but he definitely holds it together. And, um, I'm on episode two. You're, you're sorry. I'm on season two. Yeah. You're on season I'm one. I'm still season yeah. one. Yeah. Look, there's times where you're kind of going to want to turn it off. Stick with it. The story really builds slowly, but builds. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing. It uh, The pace is something that is, is, is something to mention. Pace, it it yeah. does hold you on the hook. Yeah. Quite a, quite a long time. Yeah. Like they do drag some things. Yeah. And that's that's good TV, right? Yeah. It's like this podcast. We have a 10 minute banter to try to draw you <laughs> yeah, in <I> guess. and <laughs> slowly build up where we're going with this. And then we just pow. I thought for a second you gave me the look. <laughs> no, not, yet. not yet. Okay, not yet. <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> not yet. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the show's good. We're what? Ted Lasso started back up. Did you watch? No, I've never seen Ted Lasso. Oh man, feel good show of the year. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I've I've heard the name like a hundred times. But... Yeah, yeah. Whether you're into soccer or not, it's a great show, man. You just leave there like you're warm inside. It's like Christmas morning with cookies. Yeah, I just like, oh, what a good show. So season, I think they're on season three now, but that's uh That's a big one. To get into. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a big one I've been hearing. Yeah. Now, another shock to you, another surprise to you. Do you know what yesterday was? Sunday, I should call it. Oh. Yeah. Was it my birthday? It was all it was kind of like my birthday. Oh, you do know. <laughs> I do know it. Okay, is. what was it? It was uh Saint Joseph. The feast of Saint Joseph. The, yeah, that's yeah? right. Yeah. That's amazing. I I I wanted to bring you a Zeppeli because you're doing the open house. Yeah, right. I was gonna bring you Zeppeli. Um <laughs> I did order it, <laughs> but I ate it. <laughs> and then the F one race was on. And I You're gonna get carried I, away. I, I, yeah, I just you know, one thing led to another, three espressos deep that the Zeppeli's gone. But I owe you a Zeppeli. <laughs> So Feast of St. Joseph, um, important for two reasons. One, that's your namesake. It is, yeah. And the Italian culture, like, do you get dressed up as St. Joseph? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> would have been a good uh, stick for that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have definitely got uh, got the people going. But uh, what many people might not know is St. Joseph is also the patron saint of real estate. Officially, I don't know, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, that's what people say he is. And uh, I'm, I'm not sure if we shared it before. I story. can't remember, so, yeah. yeah. So like I've got a St. Joseph statue both in my office and at my house. And this all came about because one of my clients asked me if I knew about the tradition of how to sell your home with St. Joseph statue. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I looked into it and it's this whole thing of you have to bury the statue. You have to say a prayer every day. And the theory is that St. Joseph grants your wish and sells your house. 
So the last 12 months, I mean, a lot of people should have been, should have been trying that tactic. Listen, you can either do it that way or my cell phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, wow. <laughs> Today's coffee's got you uh, fired up. I love it. Um, <laughs> so you either pray to St. Joseph or hire my St. Joseph. <laughs> Joy Virgilio. Cool, man. Um, so then let's tie all this back in. Real estate. Yes. Rentals are crazy. Yeah, markets flipping. Markets turning fast. Yeah. And there's been a lot of stories of people being priced out of rentals. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Quickly. Yeah, Um, bidding wars are back. And and it's this, you know, it's this, I mean, the same Toronto story we've heard for quite a while now, Mm -hmm. which is just like, it's it's competitive. It's competitive. And for various reasons, like, do I think we're back to where it gets a little out of control? Um, and that's really the return to office, the return to schools, the return from COVID life to somewhat of a new normal life right. has seen a lot of people come into the city and with rates high, not everyone's buying and people are thinking, well, let's see where the market goes and rent for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which got us thinking about maybe doing an interview style. Well, I'll interview about the who, what, when, where, why of using a realtor for rentals. Yeah. Because I don't think a lot of people know that they can use a realtor it's definitely not something or if they if they do think about it even if it's a thought it's usually like well why would i pay for that like it's already so expensive yeah no Uh, that's a good point yeah like why add an additional cost of realtor yeah Hmm. never thought of it that way um how should i do an interview voice okay i I I gotta do mark voices (laughs) (laughs) soundboard um who's a good interviewer i mean i like don lemon all right. On CNN. But I can't. I don't sound like it. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you questions and you're going to kind of walk us through the demystifying everything about working with a realtor for uh, finding a rental. Yeah. Sounds good. So I guess let's start with the why. Yeah. Why the heck should someone call Joey the Swan Virgilio <laughs> to find a rental in Toronto? Okay. So first things first mm. is have you ever gone on Facebook Marketplace or Kijiji <sighs> and shopped for a rental place? I like to leave my anxiety with your honor and I don't like to bring it into social media. So I've, I've dabbled in it and my God, is it a scary place? It's a nightmare to deal with. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people know about it. Like it's not a mystery that when you're messaging a hundred properties, you get maybe a response from three of them. You also question what's happening because you don't know who's actually responding to you. You don't know if it's their listing. You don't know, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, the nice thing about working with a realtor is that you kind of don't have to deal with any of that. Mm. You see a place you like, um, you can just call one guy, uh, and set up a showing. Yeah. Um, somebody that you, you trust, you want to, you want to make sure that, you know, he's a, he's a trustworthy realtor. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the nice part about it. Um, the other thing I will mention right out of the gates, because I feel like we just got to address this right away. Drop it. There is no cost. There is no cost. It's free to work with a realtor. Um, so on to the find ten- a rental. Uh, to yeah. fi- yes, on the tenant side. Yeah. Um, so if you do want to just reach out to people to start asking around, like there's no cost to you to, to see what's up. So what I hear you saying is that basically like, instead of me checking Kijiji, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, reaching out to all these randoms, I reach out to one random yeah. who becomes my friend yeah. named Joey. And Joey then is able to browse all the MLS and send any listings that fit the criteria and save you all that time and frustration and anxiety. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm sold. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and not only that, but like even trying to line up those showings, that, showings. that work for you. Yeah. yeah. Having, having a point man to just say, are you good on Wednesday? Yeah. I'll set them all up for Wednesday. So you're like the property concierge. It's like, you know, you stay at a hotel, you want to get a restaurant rental, you call down and they're like, great, we got it. All you do is show up and you eat. Yeah. Yeah. I want a rental. Great. Call me. Boom. You find it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And it's worthwhile to find an agent first that you connect with. 
yes. as a person. And you've, you've, I would say like an experienced agent is obviously more preferred than a new one who doesn't know what the heck they're doing. But first year, run the numbers. How many rentals did you do? So you did some crazy amount. Yeah, I did. Well, it was over 30. I don't remember. That's impressive. How many specifically? Okay. I think it was, it was over 30. Though. Yeah, that's impressive given how competitive the market was at the time. Like I dabbled in rentals for a bit. I hated it because it was so hard for me to get it to click. So if you're doing 30, you definitely got the experience behind you to, uh, to, to make the magic happen. Um, and you know, being basically downtown condos is your bread and butter, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then who should be reaching out to you? Like, could anyone call or do you have to be a, sp- a specific price point or what's... Yeah. So this is, this is kind of, um, this is an interesting question because there is, listen, anybody can call to, to, to have the initial conversation mm-hmm. to see if it's even worth kind of moving down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a price point? Not necessarily, mm-hmm. but there's a couple things that you'll. I'm gonna just mention as in terms of differ, differentiating, uh, if you if you should bother kind of going this route, or mm-hmm. if you should honestly just look uh, on your own and tr- and try to kind of handle these types of scenarios. Yeah. Um, first thing I will mention, uh, if you're looking for a deal on rent or something that's like well under market value, yeah. If you're coming to a realtor to try to to try to find that, I'm gonna I'm just gonna be honest, you probably won't. Yeah. Um, realtors, if, if we're going to be looking on the MLS and on market properties, uh, and for on market properties. And, and the thing about that is those are listed by other realtors that mm-hmm. represent landlords mm-hmm. and everybody's looking out for their client's best interests. Mm-hmm. A- in that case, they're well educated on what is going around in terms of rental prices in that area. And they're going to be a listing agent is going to be listing in a, a price range that's appropriate and mm-hmm. not undervalued. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously depending on the client, but that's generally the case. Yeah. Let's that you up a good point let's break it down so there's a bit of a multiverse in rentals as well there right there's two different kind of products that tenants could be looking at they could be looking at their traditional rental built purpose-built rental building which is those old 70 80 style bigger units that are managed by one property manager and then there's the condos that we see you know the big towers you see downtown that individual landlords rent the individual units exactly in them and we specialize in more helping people get into those style of units so what you're saying is if you're looking for a bit of a below market price point, you maybe should be shifting and looking at the older style apartment buildings. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's exactly uh, that's exactly right. And if you're looking for something like if you if you want that modern condo and you want that lifestyle. Yeah, um, that's that's where we we would step in as realtors and help you kind of navigate, navigate those that. Ways. Yeah. And that's you know, there's a big difference in the newer condos. You have more modern amenities, usually a more central location, um, more upgraded finishes. Um, but there is a bit of a premium you pay for that. Yeah. Right. Um, I think right now, what would you say the, the average price of a one bed minimum? Yeah. 2000 minimum minimum. And yeah. That's even hard to find. Yeah. I was going to say, even that's kind of pretty, yeah. pretty light. Yeah. That's uh, like your studio bare bones, not much in there. Exactly. Yeah. Your square footage is probably pretty small at 2000 yeah. bucks. Yeah. yeah. So like what? 23 with parking. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. average, 23 yeah. to 25. If you're like looking in that, yeah. uh, you know, if you, especially with parking. Yeah. Especially probably 25 with parking. Yeah. And that's just a simple one bed. Like it's not very big. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're talking two beds, what? 2,832 ish. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's not cheap to live in Toronto. I will say that. No, it's not. Um, but it's, definitely worth your value to have someone guide you through that crazy process yes 100 percent. um and this is like a fun fact that i don't think a lot of people know it about but there is far more paperwork involved in a rental than there is in a sale 100 <laughs> percent. yeah that that's actually one of the other things that i i will mention if if you do decide that a realtor is the, the way you want to go yeah um 
is we know how to best present you to the other side. Great point. Um, and it, it, it depends on the market that you're in and knowing Toronto, like 90% of the time you're yeah. in a pretty intense market when yeah. it comes to the rental side. So realistically, it is better to get yourself set up with all the supporting documents, yeah. all your rental application kind of prep before you write the address down before you really even go shopping. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That's a good point because then your value is part-time concierge because you book everything, but also part-time coach. Exactly. Because you're like, all right, team, you want to get a rental? This is what we need out of you. <laughs> and what we typically ask for is like prepare things like get your credit report ready, uh, previous references from landlords, letter from HR, any financial proof you can show, yeah. Uh, yeah. income you make, pay stubs, all that fun stuff. And Joey's really, you have a really good system where you request that the tenant ask that, you, uh, prepare that for us up front and early. Yes. And the beauty of that is when the rental, when the right place comes up, you're ready to go. Yes, you never want to be in a situation where you see the place, you like it, and you still have a couple documents to grab, yeah. and then you go head home, and then as you're kind of getting things together, the, oh, and then you get my message to say, hey, there's an offer on the unit, we got to move really quickly. Yeah. Uh, and then all, and then we're, we're now losing out because there's uh, there's somebody else that swooped in because they saw it you know, yesterday. Yeah, uh, and that's where the experience of finding a Toronto rental gets the bad rep, right? Because, oh, it's so chaotic. But if you're prepared, you've got all your documents ready to go, you got Joey the concierge, Swan coach, putting everything together for you, then that makes your, it makes their chances of getting it that much better. Right. They got the full package. Exactly. And and you get to present properly too, where you can really, um, if you have all that stuff together, you can really tell the story of the tenant to yeah. the other side so that they can get a good picture of who you are. Yeah. Um, and really paint you in the best light. Well, then maybe, um, yeah, I'll speak on that for a second because I usually am on the landlord side for a lot of things and I'm not just judging the paperwork and the tenant and the the documents given to me for the landlord's best interest. I'm also listening intently to how the realtor is presenting their tenants. Do yeah. they know them? Do they have a long history for them? Are they someone they just met offline and they're trying to push a deal through? And having someone who truly understands what the tenant's looking for gives me, the listing agent, that much more confidence to tell my landlord clients, hey, I know the agent. He explained to them like this. The story backs up. All the ducks are in line. This seems like a good fit. Right. Right. Because once like, the landlords have a very tough time uh, dealing with problematic tenants. So you want to make sure you bring the right person in from the get go. Yes. And having an agent who could present that is huge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. When should somebody kind of be reaching out to you? Like, yeah, good question. So here. So, I mean, you can reach out ASAP. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's best to get yourself organized before, like as early as possible. I mm. mean, really you want to, like, everyone kind of starts to think about it. What, let's say like 90 days prior. Yeah. I think that's a good time frame. Yeah. Um, so realistically, yeah, it's a good to reach out and start to say, hey, what do we need to do? How do we, how do we sort this out? My first question to you when you call me is going to be, um, are you coming from a rental property mm. and are you, I mean, have you given your notice yet? Right. The way that, uh, the way that you're, I mean, everybody knows, well, not everybody, some people might not, but 60 days notice is what you're supposed to be giving to your landlords when you're about to vacate. Mm -hmm. Um, and the way that it actually works like logistically is it works in terms of rental periods. Right. So if your rent comes out on the first, you actually need to give that notice before the first, mm. uh, to say we we're giving our 60 days starting the first. Um, and that's how they actually are supposed to line up. If you have a, if you have a relationship with your landlord, you might be able to have that conversation yeah. on the third to, or, you know, there's flexibility, there's a little bit yeah. of flexibility yeah. in that sense. But, um, so that's the first question. Uh, if you're, if you're at, in terms of starting to look, yeah, mm -hmm. 60 days, you're probably going to want to start, uh, start seeing some places okay. or at least get, getting your things in a row. Realistically, um, with a tight market and what I've, with my experience that I've dealt with in the last little while, a lot of places come up vacant. Mm. 
Um, so, you know, when you're looking 60 days out, you're probably not going to get an abundance of things that are, uh, that are going to work for you because everything's kind of showing as empty and they want ASAP, um, occupancy. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I would say 60 days, you want to start looking, keep an eye out. There are some things that are still tenanted that Mm -hmm. allow for, um, or are looking for that, that 60 days out. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's the most responsible way to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, coming into that 45, 30 day mark, Mm -hmm. Uh, that's when you're probably in your, in your highest, uh, highest point of like probability of finding a place. Okay. So 90 days out, the decision pops into your head. I'm thinking of changing places. I need more space, whatever the reason is in that time, you kind of prep all your paperwork. 60 days out is a good time to reach out to Joey and say, Hey, I'm ready to make this move. Let's get the ball rolling. And then 30 days out is when you're actively looking for that new month start date. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's, uh, I think that's a good, nice package ideology of how to and the timing of how to approach it yeah Yeah. okay so we've got the timelines kind of down packed um now there is you know it can be tricky at times to get accepted by a landlord for a variety of reasons right they sometimes have their issues with certain applications and the way the credit scores may be or income or if you're new to the city and you don't have um, a job just yet it can be challenging if you take the mls route yes take the realtor in the mls route um but that's where like as we were speaking about earlier those older style rental buildings might be a good fit. Yeah, that's a that's actually good to bring up. Um, there is something to be said if your if your situation is is um, if you got some challenges to kind of work through. Say yeah. your yeah, like for credit instance, score. Let's say credit your credit score might yeah. be in a rougher spot or or whatever the case might be. That might be a little more difficult to kind of pitch to a land a, an individual landlord that own, uh, that owns an individual condo. Let's mm-hmm. say. Um, that you're honestly probably better off once again to, to kind of look off market yeah. and, and look for those places like those uh, apartment buildings that might be a little more lenient to things like that. Yeah. And where would you suggest they look like what type of website should they be on? Yeah. Um, so uh, off market, honestly, like first things I will say, if you, if you've got an area in mind and you're in, if you're close by and you're able to drive past some of those buildings, yeah. um, take note of what's around. Yeah. They usually have a big sign in front saying, uh, this is the number if there's vacancies exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that, that's, that's a nice one to do because you know, you're, you're, you're talking right to property management. Yeah. Um, other places like, yeah, you, you, uh, Facebook marketplaces, you're, yeah. you're going to have to kind of weed through some of the some of the people you might be dealing with um uh, yeah do, do they have a lot of, of those style buildings on facebook market n- no they, yeah. they won't yeah i mean you might find the odd one yeah, yeah. so i like uh, rentals.ca right because a lot of those um uh, landlords can advertise your entire building on there so right. sometimes you'll get like a variety of layouts within one building that you can kind of pick and choose from um padmapper yeah that's another one that's quite popular it think that's a little bit more condo based but they do have some uh full-on buildings that uh yeah they do um also yeah i will say um there's view it as well i'll I'll, view it yeah that's a good yeah that's on yeah view view it's another good one um i've um there there are people also there's there's individuals that if you speak directly with a landlord let's just say for instance Mm -hmm. they might have leniency more so than than going through agents as well Mm -hmm. um so if you if you see somebody something on view it or something on and you and you you know you meet the landlord um yeah you might you might have uh, a little more wiggle room when it comes to kind of the situation yeah they might be a little bit more understanding their criteria might be a little bit more lenient um if they run it as like a multi-unit building they might just they they their risk tolerances I find a little bit lower exactly than an individual landlord of a specific one unit building type thing. Yeah. 
That's cool. Now, if somebody wants to find you or reach you or contact you, where can they get in touch with Joey? Now, I have an Instagram handle that I can share for Please. Off. Yeah. So it's Joey. Uh, oh, hold on a second. It's Joey underscore yeah. Toronto Living. Yeah. <laughs> we changed it recently. So we, Yes. Yeah. I now am uh, I'm a part of the team officially on Instagram. You're stamped. You're tattooed. You're stamped. Yeah. You're in. Uh, so you can DM me there. Uh, you can reach out. I mean, if my, my email... Yeah, is uh, Joey at TorontoLivings.com. Yeah. And uh, phone number. Yeah. Yeah, which maybe I should. I don't know, but I I don't think you should give your number out on the air. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I feel like you just gave me the look. That or you're trying to figure out if you should give me the number or not. It was a little bit of both. Oh, God. (laughs) It happened. Okay, so I got the look. Joey gave me the look. So here's the word. If you screenshot this time frame of the podcast, the word is coactus. Coactus. Do you know what coactus is about? I I don't know. Okay. So when when the Raptors were on a World Series um, run, World Series, oh my God, I'm missing with baseball. When they're on the championship run that year, we had Kawhi Leonard. And when we won, there was this guy, his name was Plant Guy, partying on the streets. (laughs) And he had a cactus that he wanted, he stole from like a hotel and he wanted to give it to Kawhi and he called it a (laughs) coactus. And so I need a little bit of refresh, not a refreshment, a little bit of uplifting vibe for these Raptors to make it to the playoffs. And so I think using the word coactus will manifest a, <laughs> a good playoff run for us. So if you could screenshot uh, this time frame of the podcast, DM me on Toronto Living's or reach out to me on any platform, I will gift you two tickets to the March 29th fundraiser to see Alex yeah. Will and uh, and Bobby Webster. Should be a good one. All right. Now, um, something else happened speaking of manifestation. Uh. Last episode, we were talking about how the MLS sucks. <laughs> yeah. And it that sucks. timing is yeah. insane. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, it sucks because the 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 public can't see sold prices. Yeah. And then you text me during the weekend. What what did you find? The, the message I got within, I think I swear to God, it was within three days. Of recording, yeah. Of recording our episode. It was, hey, guys, we have just added this feature to Realm. Yeah. And you can now get your clients to access sold data. Amazing. Boom. Boom. There, we have people listening. Yeah, we have we people have imp- listening. We have important people listening. We're manifesting sold data out there, which is incredible. <laughs> um, I actually, speaking of MLS, I got to give a shout out to uh, to Rosanna Rose up in uh, Schomburg. Schomburg? Schomburg. Schomburg. Uh, my, I can never tongue twist that, <laughs> especially with like espresso on my tongue. It's Schomburg. Rosanna in Schomburg. Um, she's got a great... Um, Great business out there. Let them be little kids. It's a child care center. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. She reached out to me because she found this really interesting listing on the MLS. And it was a tiny house for sale. Hmm. It had no address. It had no intersection. It was just this like, hey, buy this tiny house. And it was like $200,000, something in that price point. And she's like, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> this is weird. And so I looked into it. What it was was um, they have... Uh, somebody was building a tiny house and trying to sell it on the MLS system, but they went about it through a for sale by owner pathway. Mm-hmm. So they just paid someone to put it up there. And within two days, the MLS took it down or the, Oh, it didn't make it. No, it, they pulled it. You can't <laughs> sell a trailer. I was going to say <laughs> like, I don't know. That was interesting, but uh, shout out Rose and Schomburg. Schomburg. Right? Schomburg. Yeah. Schomburg. Let them be a little childcare up in Schomburg. If you have little ones, go check out uh, their place. She posts on Instagram. I wish I was a kid there. It's so, <laughs> it looks so fun. It's such a good vibes that they have there. But um, yeah, if there's any, everything, ever anything that catches your eye on the MLS or like something you want to dig a little bit deeper on, reach out to us. Yeah. Like, let's make it part of the show. Let's have that interaction where if, you know, people have a burning question and they don't have to just leave it up in their head. They can reach out to us. It could be about rentals. It could be about 
tiny houses on the MLS. Yeah. And hey, if it's about a $20 million listing, we could we could help with that too, I think. Yeah. 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 We'll work something out. Yeah, we'll work something out. <laughs> any uh any shout outs you want to give? Uh not off the top of my head, right? Okay. Now. Hey, sometimes, if something comes, I No, that's fair. Sometimes you just don't feel like giving shout outs. <laughs> I don't know if I have it either. <laughs> Let me check my notes here. I don't have any shout outs this week. Well, if you want a shout out, reach out to us. <laughs> yeah, reach out to us. Next week when we are live, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. know how. We'll figure it out. But I don't know how we're going to do a podcast and here we are in episode four. Yeah. So good. we can figure That's, it out. Yeah, we'll figure we'll it figure out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I was able to see who the, uh, on Spotify, a nice um, demographic of who our listeners are. Okay. Yeah. Who do we got? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But no, what stuck out to me was their music genres. Oh. Yeah. Music, like, wait. You, yeah, you can see what what music they most listen to because I, I checked the Spotify analytics. So I don't know who these people are. Like doesn't, you know, our target group is like uh, 25 to 45. Okay. I think it's like 60 male, 40 female listeners. Okay. But try to get some of the music that our, uh, our loyal fans listen I'm gonna to. Get, okay. My instinct is sweet, sweet jazz. <laughs> uh, wrong. <laughs> try again. <laughs> um, okay, so genres are just, I'm going to do generics. No, you can do the artists. You can guess. Oh, artists. Yeah. I was going to go generics and just go like. Sure, but that's I mean, not hard okay, to guess. Okay, let's see your best. <laughs> I, I'm going to go hip hop. Correct. Oh, I nailed it. And who would be the artist? Toronto-based. Toronto-based. Oh, Drake? Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like. That's like he shows up on everyone's playlist. That's, That's true. Not a true. Like, should we shift our, our our voices to be appealing to the Drake listeners out there? Okay. How do we do that? I don't. Do know. We sound like Drake more. Oh man, I can't cry on I, the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Bad lyrics. Can you go straight for me? Maybe that will help. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> uh, that and okay, so that so there's two very wide spectrums. There's the Drake people who listen to the podcast, and this one really shocked me. Black Keys. Do you remember Black Keys? I do remember Black From Keys. like 2012? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently yeah. people still listen to them. <laughs> and those people like our show. So we got to grow beards. We got to put listen, braids in our hair. I've tried for 30, for over 30 years to grow a beard. You're not a beard grower. <laughs> I can't do it. Listeners, if you have any tips for Joey to grow a beard, <laughs> send us a DM. Um, I have no problem growing a beard. My problem is too much hair. Yeah, I just, this thing just comes out like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been dreaming about it. But you had cool locks. I saw your hair back in the day. Hey, I had a big, I had, I compensated with my afro, yeah. Yeah. I had I a saw, huge afro I back see, in the day. I saw some, I was, I was impressed. <laughs> Maybe we'll, uh, are you on Spotify, your band? We, yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> tune in to episode five when we find and play. <laughs> if Joey gives me permission off air because he's far bigger than me and can hurt me. Um, should we say the name of the band? No, let's keep it. Let's for, keep it a mystery yeah, for now. Yeah, so Quactus is our mystery word. Yeah. And Joey's band reveal, season five, episode five. Season five. <laughs> <laughs> That's season five. Episode five. It's going to be a vibe. Play the outro. That's it. <laughs> I can't rhyme with outro. That's it. Out we go, Joe. Out we go, Joe. All right. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Toronto Living's Real Estate Podcast. You could find more information on how we work over at torontolivingswithans.com. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter to get price reports from over 150 different neighborhoods in the city each and every month. If you got any value, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. And if you made it this far, thanks for listening.